Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee, my Javalia coffee this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ. The Son has set us free, and now let's talk about how we can live from the freedom already provided through Jesus Christ, not striving for anything we're lacking from God, but living from the fullness of the freedom that we already have. I hope you're doing good today. Thank you for joining us. I wanted to spend a few minutes today talking about temptation, and this is kind of going to become the kind of a question of the day, if you will, because I had this posed to me recently and and just talking with uh, with with a guy that I'm um, that I'm uh, you know mentoring right now, and so. Uh, you know, the question came up. So I, I may do one of these a week. I don't know, but we'll see just for, for today. I think this can be beneficial. Well, I know this can be beneficial for us, and it has to do with temptation. So the question kind of came up is, well, the temptation uh, is still there, uh, and I'm finding, I'm finding myself uh, just an- annoyed by it, uh, disgusted with it. It doesn't ever go away. I have a bad taste for it, uh, and it, it's kind of like taking the motivation away from me even really wanting, because the temptation doesn't ever go away. It's always, it's always kind of there, and in some ways it gets, you know, it gets, it gets stronger, it gets greater. Okay, so I want to I talk about this. So what, how do we, I think it's important in how we approach or how we are dealing with temptation, okay? So the way I always say it, remember, is temptation's coming at us. Christ is working in us. Okay, which source are we living from? That this is again, as I talk about all the time on this podcast, the way I'm going to approach this and answering is different from a lot of what we hear. And what I did for 20 years was really try to figure out my own strategies and my own ways of trying to resist the temptation. Sure, God was a part of it. God, you know, helped me along in this, but I was living still out of my own source or my own resources or what other people were telling me to do and not do. So it's the way we look at it. But first, I want to start with this. The idea of temptation is different than choosing to give into it, choosing to sin. There is a separation in Scripture between temptation and sin. Being tempted is not a sin at all. Jesus was tempted. There's a Scripture, I don't remember if it's in Hebrews, it may be Hebrews, where it says Jesus was tempted in every way that we are, but yet without sin. So there's a distinguishing factor there between being tempted okay, which every believer is going to be tempted, okay, that influence is still on us because we, why? Because we live in a broken world. We live in a fallen world. The power of sin is still alive, even though it's not alive in us, it's still alive in the world. The flesh is still uh, very much alive. Uh, The enemy is still active and hates us and is accusing, uh, you know, us of, uh, with lies, uh, and the world itself is broken. The culture and the messages that we hear, all of those things are our opponents, but Christ in us is our victory, is our hope. So temptation is not, first of all, is not a sign that um, there's anything wrong with you. Uh, it's, not, it's not sin to be tempted. Uh, the first thing that we kind of were talking about was, well, first of all, we have to know that the, the the recognition of the temptation being there is not that you're doing anything wrong. Uh, and I would actually say the the sign of not necessarily temptation, but the sign of a struggle, the fact that there's still a struggle to 
for example, believe that I'll be free from this addiction to pornography, that, that was the real struggle for me, uh, that is actually a sign uh, for me, and I would encourage you to believe this too, that you actually uh, belong to Christ and you already are free and you've been set free from the power of sin. Because if it wasn't a struggle for you, if it wasn't something you were like, uh, you know, thinking about or annoyed by or disgusted with, right? Uh, then you'd be like, oh man, I gave in to that. That was great. I can't wait to do that again the next time. It's not how we are, right? Afterwards, we're like, why did I go back to the very thing I said that I hated? Okay. And the why is ultimately because of uh, a deeper issue. Why am I going to this behavior? It's not because of the temptation. It's because of the source that I'm relying on to deal with the temptation. So that's the first point I want to make is that be, being tempted and whatever to whatever degree that is, the enemy sure may be able to know our weaknesses. That's why it's so important for us to know who we are and to know our strength. Uh, it's more important to know who we are and and the power that we have in Christ than it is to know our opponents. We can know our opponents and how they work in our lives. But it's more important, I would say, to know the true source of the way we are going to deal with those opponents. If I'm a, I used to be a coach, so as I'm preparing my team, sure, I want to prepare them for my opponent. We're going to watch film. We're going to, we're going to prepare for them. We're going to see what they do on offense and defense. We're going to do that. But we're actually going to work more on who we are. What are we about? That's what we're going to be practicing because we, we are going to get to a point where we are confident in knowing who we are as a team, and sure, we'll be prepared for that, uh, f- you know, for them what they do. But we're actually going to be trusting in what we do more than what we're what we're what we're trying to defend against with them. That makes sense. Same way with temptation. I can be aware of it and how the enemy is tempting me. Maybe it's when I'm alone more often, or maybe it's when I've had a stressful day, or I, you know, something bad has happened in traffic, or something. The temptation may may seem to be a little bit more. Okay, but it's it's never about the level of temptation. Okay, uh, it's always about the source in which I'm dealing with it. So that, I want to get that out of the way right away. It, it, so it's it's actually a sign to me that you know that uh, you're t- you're taking it serious. You're getting serious about it. You want to experience this freedom. You're already free, but the choice now of living from the source of Christ in you is now the ongoing daily walking by the Spirit. I have a choice to choose to give in to the temptation, or I have a choice to trust Christ as my source, and that's going to be actually what's going to resist the temptation. I get to sit back and say, go God, go spirit that's in me, because he's the only one that can defeat that temptation anyway. Once I try to take over, and I try to, in my own self-sufficiency or what I've been taught or told to do, and striving harder to get something that I already have, then I'm, I'm living out of my own resources, my own self-sufficiency, me striving harder, me trying harder. That was my story for 20 years of dealing with this. And it just left me exhausted and left me, um, just left me like, what, where do I go from this? More confused than ever. So, so I understand the being disgusted with it or like, okay, I just want this temptation to go away. Uh, and, and my contingency is this, that, uh, that we live in a fallen world. So until we're with Jesus, we're never going to be totally free from temptation. That doesn't mean we're not going to be free from a behavior, okay, but free from temptation because, uh, let's be honest, it's all around, and it sometimes comes at us when we're not even looking for it, when we're not even going after it, it just comes at us. So 
So the sign of temptation is not that you're doing anything wrong. It's that we live in a fallen world, and it's, it's there. The world is broken, okay? But you are full in Christ, okay? The other thing I would say with temptation, before we get into more of the source, is, uh, is um, that it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. If you're feeling more temptation, the tendency would be, well, maybe I'm not reading my Bible enough, or I haven't memorized enough scripture this week, or I miss church on Sunday, or I, you know, whatever it is, fill in the blank, I, 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 me, me, me. So it's, again, focused on what you're doing or not doing. This is the source, Going back to the source, you're not living up to your part on the religious side of it. You're not spending enough time with God or whatever you want to say, which is things I said all the time. Well, I, boy, the reason why I gave in was because I wasn't reading my Bible enough. I didn't have enough scripture memorized. No, it was I was choosing to live out of the wrong source. Okay, but this is what happens. Oh, well, you you gave in to sin, so there must be, you know, you must have not been doing, you know, acting very spiritual or doing all the spiritual religious things. This is how it creeps into our lives. This is how we develop these belief systems, and then we're told, well, because we're being tempted, we must not be a very good Christian, or we must not be doing something right. And so it's how these these belief systems get developed. Uh, because we've accepted that lie from the enemy. Even if it was said by someone else or told to us by someone else, we've still accepted that. And and these these uh, beliefs are hard to let go of because we think that's true. Oh, I gave in to that temptation, so I must have not been doing my spiritual disciplines this week. Well, no. No, actually, that actually can be a way that actually inflames the temptation because I'm trying to live by a legalistic, religious uh, way of life, that's my source, which we don't recognize as much, the, the positive, what I would call more the positive flesh or the religious flesh. We sure recognize more the flesh that's, sure, pornography, drugs, alcohol, gambling, money, whatever it may be, but we don't, we don't recognize what I would say more the religious flesh, which is me striving to get something from God that I already have. So if I want freedom from pornography, then I need to be doing X, Y, and Z in order to get that. When Christ says, no, you're already free, now let's live from the, me as your source, which has already provided the freedom, and so now because I've provided it, uh, now uh, I'm, I'm, you can live from it, not for it. There's totally, totally different concepts, totally different things, okay? So I want to make sure that I clarify that because, because it doesn't, being tempted doesn't mean that you're not being spiritual enough. Okay, uh, so let's get into this. And I want to use, I want to use, this is the verse that I use uh, a lot, and then you've probably heard this verse, but this is powerful, and this is where we can go to, uh, because we can go to God's Word, Scripture, as, as our resource, but we already have the source, which is Christ in us. But here it is, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says this, No temptation has seized you. Actually, I'm going to read the NLT version, NLT version first. And then I'll go with the NIV, but it says, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you can endure. The NIV would say, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. So this is a verse that gets twisted on. I did a podcast earlier this year on how this verse is actually used in another way, another lie, saying that you know God won't let you, God won't allow you 
to uh, to have more in your life than what you can handle. No, it's this is the word temptation. This is what we're talking about today. This it, the word temptations there. It's not that this is not talking about that God's not going to give you more than you can handle in your life. Absolutely, He will. Go back and listen to that podcast, uh, which was earlier this year. If you want to, if you want, but but this is talking about temptation. So first of all, let's look at the commonality it says here. First of all, it says the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. So here's where this is. This can be humbling for us to say, oh, we, we think, I thought I was the only one struggling with this. I was the only one going through this. I'm the only one that's dealing with this. Well, that's a lie because here it is. The temptations in my life, in your life, are no different than what others experience. So we can get off of our pedestal of, oh, no one understands, the woe is me, oh, uh, or the other side of it, more of, well, man, I'm, I'm going through this. I'm being tempted in this area. Boy, sure, look at, you know, look at me kind of thing. No, it's common to man. So we don't have to put ourselves in a separate box where nobody can understand, where God doesn't understand, where we're, no, where it's these temptations in our life are no different from what others experience. So there's a commonality there. Uh, sure, we, that doesn't mean we've experienced the same things that other has, but the, the temptations are common. It puts us on the same playing field, okay? And then here's the second part, okay? So now, and God is faithful. Now, who's faithful? Are you the one, you, are you trusting your source of faithfulness in what you're doing or not doing? Or are you trusting God's faithfulness to you? God is faithful. So here it is. He will not allow, okay, here it is. So what, what's God allowing or not allowing? This is a verse. He will not allow life to get more. No, he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. So as you're feeling the tempting, yeah, you're, you have a bad taste for it. It's annoying. Maybe it's taking away your motivation. But here's the thing. You can trust that God is faithful and God's not going to allow it to be more than you can stand. Okay, we, we trust that because God, whatever God's allowing into my life, I've gotten to a point now where I don't live this perfectly, but I believe this to be true now, is that whatever I'm dealing with in life, whether it be temptations, uh, circumstances, uh, whatever that hardships, whatever that may be, that because God is loving me perfectly and he's delighting in me as his much loved son, then because he's he's loving me perfectly, I'm trusting him to allow or not allow whatever he chooses to allow in my life. I can get to that point now where I can trust that because he's a good father and he loves me that much. He's always loving me perfectly. So he will not allow it to be more than you can stand. So we get to this point, oh, I can't stand anymore. I can't, I don't know how I'm going to... No, right here he's saying he won't allow it to be more than what you can stand. Okay, then here's where the practicality is. Okay, so when you are tempted, so here's here's the bottom line. So the question at the beginning is, well, you know, this temptation, I'm tired of it. Okay, the fact is, is temptation is not going to go away this side of heaven completely. It just won't because we live in a fallen world. He says it right here, when you are tempted. So that, what, what does that tell me? That means that we're all going to be tempted still. There's going to be a temptation, again, not a sin. sin temptation is not sin, but we're going to be tempted to live apart from Christ. That was the first temptation that Adam and Eve faced, is to not trust God as their source. They already had everything in Christ. They already had everything in God. He had already provided everything they needed to live in this relationship with, with Him, and the enemy's lie was he can't be trusted. God can't be trusted. He didn't really mean that. So here you go. And so the temptation originally wasn't to do something evil. The temptation was actually to think that they were doing something good. 
And that's where the knowledge of the tree of good and evil came in. Now they knew they were trying to be self-righteous. They were trying to get their needs met apart from God. That's the temptation. So we are going to be tempted to live our lives as Christians apart from Christ. We're going to be. Okay, so he said, but here's the way. So when you are tempted, uh, he will show you a way out. Who's going to show us the way out? Christ. Not our recovery plan. Not our accountability group. Not our pastor on Sundays. Sure, they can be helpful guides and mentors and people that we talk to. Who's showing us the way out? The First of all, it tells us there is a way out, and it's Christ. Christ will show us the way out because he is the way out so that you can endure. This is developing our endurance. Temptation comes at us. Christ is li- God is faithful, okay? He's not going to—I can trust that he's not going to allow it to be more than what I can stand. Then when it comes, what is my, what is my approach? Trying harder, focusing on it, getting annoyed by it, uh, all those kind of things? No. My focus is he's the way out. I trust him. I sit back and actually rela- relax. Spiritually speaking, I'm talking about. I say, go God. Spirit, you're going to be the one. I, choose, I make that choice, though. That is a choice. So I'm not just sitting back and saying, go God. I choose to let God be the one to defeat it because he's already in me. And that's a practicality of walking by the Spirit to resist this temptation. So he's going to show me the way out. because And he does this by actually showing me all the ways that I've lived that are not the way out. Me trying harder. Me striving in my religious religiosity. Me you know, trying to defeat the temptation in my own power and my own strength. He's going to show me that those are not the ways because he's actually going to show me that he is the way out so that I can endure. Then this develops my endurance. And I always tell people, tell guys, so then what that, what does that happen? What happened to me is as I began to choose that, the temptation would still come. I trust Christ as my source. The endurance builds up. And if you've ever been a runner, I used to be a runner, did some running. What happens the more you do it, the more you choose to run, the more you go out and do it? Guess what happens? Your endurance builds up. So the more you choose to live out of Christ as your source, not you striving for whatever you think you're lacking from God, but living from the freedom that he's already provided, what does this do? What's the result? It builds up your endurance. Your spiritual endurance is now greater. You can run farther. You can withstand even greater temptation, if you will. You're not fooled by the temptation. Now, you can see it for what it is because God's giving you discernment. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that temptation's coming. I think I really want that. I don't want it. I really, I think I, I've been lied to and think that's, that's real life and that's what I want to co- use to cope, you know, my pain or whatever, uh, or my void in my life or whatever, I, you know, my unworthiness, whatever lying belief I have. I don't really want it. It's not really for me. I'm dead to that temptation. I'm dead to that thought. I'm alive to God through Christ Jesus. And so I choose to say, go God, go spirit. You're the only one that can defeat this temptation anyway. That is the practicality of it. That is the choice. But it's not me choosing to say, okay, God, come along here and I'm gonna, you're going to do this along with me. No, or, God, or, or even God, take this away from me. He's already set you free. Now he's inviting you to choose to live from his way out, which is his life in you. That is always the answer. We, we complicate it. Uh, so much. Uh, the answer is simple, but it's not always easy because the running part for me, the run, running to build up my endurance was hard at first, but guess what? It got easier over time. My endurance built up. The more you choose to live out of Christ as your life, as your source, and to choose to live from the freedom that you have in him, 
the more endurance will be developed in you, which doesn't mean that the temptation goes away, okay? But it means that you now have a different perspective on it and a different discernment in order to deal with it. I tried hundreds of different ways in dealing with the temptation, and none of them really worked. Maybe some of them worked for a few days or maybe a few months, but they weren't long-lasting, only until I trusted Christ and knew Christ as my source and believed that was true. That was the way out. That's always the way out, friends. And that's my message. That's just so important. So express that frustration with God. Express it with others. It's not, it's not that that's wrong to have this annoyance or disgust with it. But now what that's inviting us to do is to say, it's not really the focus on the temptation and not what I'm doing or not doing in a religious way, but my focus can be on Christ as my life, Christ as my source, because God is faithful. It's his faithfulness to me. He's he's put his very life in me. I am free. He's not going to let that temptation be more than what I can handle. It's no different than what other people are experiencing. Okay, all these things... (laughs) Uh, lay the playing field, right? And then and then when you are tempted, so it's going to happen, okay? Uh, it reminds me of Jesus' words, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world, right? He says here, when you are tempted, so it's going to happen. He doesn't say if you are tempted. No, when you are tempted, because uh, this is not just in dealing with sexual issues. We're tempted in other ways to live apart from Christ in all kinds of ways, through our job, through finances, through relationships, through circumstances, all kinds of things. He's going to show us the way out, which is Christ in me, so that my endurance builds up. And as I'm running and I'm choosing him more and more, my endurance builds up. I can run a whole lot longer because it's not about me getting stronger in dealing with the temptation. It's about me trusting that he is the way in dealing with the temptation. And I don't even have to focus on the temptation and trying to overcome it or overpower it because the more I try to do that, I get my eyes fixed on the true source, the Dealing with the temptation becomes my way of approaching it versus fixing my eyes on Christ as my source. This is important. I think I'm going to do another one uh, here on my next podcast on this too, because this is so important in understanding uh, that temptation is is in in the way we deal with it and how we approach it in the fact that this is already what's been provided for us, but we now can choose. We have a choice. And, and, and our choice is that when the temptation comes, the way out is always Christ is my source. In that moment, which source am I living out of? It's actually not a temptation problem. It's always a source issue. It's always a source problem. Am I living out of my own resources, my own understandings, what, what I've been told or taught to do out of a religious thing or all, all the things I'm not supposed to do or supposed to do? Or am I truly learning and living from Christ as my source? This is something that we do learn, we do learn, and it is a choice. So that next time that temptation comes away, you can resist the resist the idea that you didn't read your Bible enough, you didn't uh, pray enough, you weren't doing enough religious things. You can resist all that and trust that in that moment when the temptation comes, God's faithful. He's not going to allow it to be greater than what you can stand. And, and then when it comes, trust him as the source. He is the source. And you simply say, God, I trust you. You are my life. You are my source. You are my way. And you're building my endurance. It's always a source issue. It's always a trust issue. It's always a dependency issue. And I put my faith in that. 
And that's what I'm going to trust in because I know that I can't overcome this temptation anyway. There's no way. I tried it for 20 years. There's no way. And that is, that's, that, as we do that, as we choose that, the power of choice lies in you because you already have the power of the Spirit of God in you. When you as you choose that, your endurance builds up. The temptation <clears throat> doesn't have the same impact as it once had. It's still there. But it doesn't have the same power that it once had because you're realizing the great, greater uh, reality of the power of Christ in you. That's becoming more and more of your awareness. It used to be, and I used to always think, oh man, this temptation is so much greater than Christ in me. No, that's not true. That's just what I was believing. This temptation is greater than what I... W- no, it's not. The, the one that lives in me is greater than the one that lives in the world. The one that lives in me is greater than the one... The temptations that I'm dealing with, that's the same as true as you, believer. The one that lives in you is greater. You are, you, the same power that, that rose Christ Jesus from the dead lives in you. You have more power than you know. You are more free than you know. And now we choose. We actually have the empowerment now to choose to live out of that to live from that. I don't want to carry this on too long. I hope this encourages you. I do think this is important. That's why I addressed it today. Please reach out to us. We'd love to hear any uh, feedback that you have. And uh, just uh, thanks for joining us today. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm